the Babylonians used the thumb to actually like a pointer to point to these sections. So you know how we count one to 10. We based everything off 10. Babylonians, they counted to 12 because if you count these sections all together, the four sections, you end up with 12. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Podcasty again with Noor, my other host. Um, Hi. Hi, Noor. How are you? I know. I'm waving. I know there are people that are listening to us, not necessarily watching us. How, how do you feel about my, like, that's fire, quick fire uh, intro? So, fun fact about Baha. Baha does small things and then he just wants... <laughs> Great job. It was amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. See, like I'm going straight to the point. <laughs> let's start the let's start let's the episode. Start, let's start the tea. I know. Are you on a thread? No. But what? A bunch, I, I signed up, but a bunch of people are following me. Uh-huh. And I don't know who are you, but whenever I entered, they say so and so follows you, follows you. And I'm like, why are they following me? But whenever I created my account, uh-huh. it auto you automatically can follow everybody. Oh, so, you can. I didn't know that. Yes. I like I think same, I skip on this all the time. You can follow the same people you have on Instagram oh. on thread. You just say follow all and you follow all your friends on Instagram, but on thread. Okay. I, I yeah. did not do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to play like, you know, I, I know. See and and Twitter is acting threat. like everybody cheating. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like Elon Musk is like, they are cheating. We're going to sue them. This is not right. <laughs> Guess what? Just because they, they had like 10 million downloads in the first seven hours when the app went live. Yeah. Honestly, I do like the aesthetics of Thread. Uh-huh. I think I like the dark background. I like that. I like the not blue. So here's what I, I get what you mm-hmm. are saying. Like, it's very simple. Yeah. Okay. And like when I enter the app, mm-hmm. I see like there is so much mm-hmm. to read at once. Yeah. Like at Twitter, like you have... You have a space at the top, and then there are like See, advertisements in the middle and stuff. Yeah. But then on Thread, like you can, like in the, the same page you're on, mm-hmm. like you see like five people have threads or six people at once. And I'm like, that, that's a lot to read oh, at once. So it updates as you look at it. Yeah. And like, so it's the, live update. It's not live update as much as See, I don't still, know. there is no advertisement. It's too new for me. Yeah. There is no like specific. Uh, content by threads themselves. It's all the people. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, that's, that's a lot. That's too messy for me. My first thought to Instagram, which is thank you so much. We're just got used to reels, Uh like literally just got used to reels. And now we have threads. And the question is, do we need another platform? Do we, you know, it's, I feel it's taking a political, uh, like a war side right now. where like, um, Elon Musk like is making a Twitter the, like the free social media platform where like yeah. anyone can say anything, mm-hmm. no censorships, no more. Mm-hmm. Well, threads with Mark, Democrats, all I of think those Mark, aspects. I know. I think Mark saw an opportunity when Elon Musk took over. Uh-huh. 
a lot of people were complaining about, oh, I have to pay $8 for verification. I have to do this. I have to do that. I mean, Mark did it within Instagram. Yeah, but bucks. I don't think you have to do that on threads, do you? If you are verified on ah. Instagram, you're already verified on threads and meta. Okay. So they're yeah. kind of playing the same game. Yeah. We'll see who wins. I mean, threads so far, it's just been gaining crazy popularity. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We're like, excited. Guys, I'm not we, on it. So. We still did not create our podcasty <laughs> account on threads. <laughs> we will do. And go follow follow us and show us some love. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, tell me. So before we even get into the topic, because time is money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's start with talking about the tea. So mm-hmm. the tea today is green tea with some honey. Um, we're trying to stay healthy in here. And um, yeah, so just grab your green tea with honey if you have it at home. If not, make your favorite tea and start listening to this podcast. I'm a black tea guy, so this is... <laughs> black tea guy every bullshit. day. Bullshit. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start with... We use... Everybody has an Apple Watch on nowadays. I don't. Guess what? Everybody has... <laughs> Look at I, me. I, I, I do have a, one, but for this episode, <laughs> I wore a regular one. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not, wear, See, I'm not guys, wearing an Apple Watch today. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously, um, we're kind of spoiling the topic here, but the topic is about um, the history of timekeeping, how it all started um, clocks-wise, what is the history, how it all became. Maybe a lot of you have some what knowledge. Um, I honestly didn't have any background until I started reading about it which why i have some papers just to make sure i'm saying the right things um not just kind of going off what i just read because Mm -hmm. we do want to make sure everything we say on this episode is kind of credited and um well researched so let's start with what was the actual why they needed it for so to think about time so let's just go before even time was even coming up so before time was even a thing People went to sleep when it went when it got dark and they just got up there like, oh, there's the sun. I'll go about my day and farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there wasn't um, much kind of necessity to having time or timekeeping. But, of course, um, civilizations and something that make me feel very proud because the Babylonians and the ancient Egyptians, again, um, we can't stay away from the Egyptians. They're just kind of involved in so many things, but the Babylonians and the Egyptians, they came up with the first ever sundial and was the first um, timekeeping ever clock. And it depended on the sun and the shadow. Mm -hmm. And it was positioned in a way where whatever the shadow lays, that's the time you read. And they came up with that method because they needed to to keep time for the purpose of scheduling shipments, farming, and also lunar events because they were so big on astronomy and just stars and all that kind of stuff. And the Babylonians did the same thing and they both kind of took it from there. And we inspired the Romans, of course, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, they took it from the ancient Egyptians and the Babylonians, and they kind of try to tweak it, add things to it. We were just talking about, um, we were talking about numerology, right? Um, and the Babylonians, they had a big mathematic background. And right. um, the fun fact I really read, are you ready for a fun fact? Why we have 60 minutes? What do you think? Why we have 60 minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, why we have 60 seconds? 
Yep, 60 seconds or 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, why is that even a thing? I don't know why you tell me. So the Babylonians, um, actually, if you look at your hands, and we'll place a picture down, um, you have five fingers, and every finger is divided in three sections. The Babylonians used basically the, um, what do you call it? Uh, a palm? The thumb. Thumb. The, the Babylonians yeah. use the thumb to actually like a pointer to point to these sections. So you know how we count one to ten. We based everything off ten. Babylonians they count it to twelve because if you count these sections all together, the four sections, you end up with twelve. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And because the hand has five fingers, so you multiply twelve by five and mm -hmm. you get sixty. So that's a holistic number to them. So okay. they kind of based a lot of things of it when they go about their tasks mm -hmm. or they have little things to do. Like, hey, Baha, I'll count to 10 and you're here. So mm -hmm. before it used to be like, I'll count to 12 because okay. 12 is the whole number for them just because they can divide things, multiply it, and they mm -hmm. get whole numbers. Um, that's That was their base number, okay. which is what inspired... You know, the timekeeping mm. and all that to go off of the 60 minutes and the 60 seconds, wow. which was inspired of. So the Romans, actually, they said, all right, um, the Egyptians, they came up with the sundial, the Babylonians, and they kind of took the numbers and timekeeping to the next level. Mm -hmm. We want to have our own thing. So, of course, um, they're the inventors for so many things and they wanted to come up with their own thing. So they, oh, before I even move um, on to the, the second method of timekeeping, um, I'm going to put down the sundial so you'll see it on the screen. It looks pretty cool. Like when you look at it, you feel like you can tell more than time. <laughs> like you can tell the future. It looks very <laughs> complex. Yeah. It's really nice. But um, the Greeks and the Romans, they came up with water timekeeping and we'll put a picture so basically it's a two bowl method and they have a hole in one and as as the water goes down they have markers to like that's an hour that's two hour mm -hmm. and so on it okay. wasn't super accurate um right. because sometimes um they just it wasn't super, super accurate, but they called it a club Sidra. And I think it was really cool. So that was their own kind of um, water clock, if we will, because the first one was sun and shadow. Mm -hmm. The second one was um, a water clock. And then um, you go from there to the Asians, of course, which Asians are always so fancy with their stuff. Um, they base their timekeeping of of a candle. Of candle and incenses. Yeah, mm -hmm. did you read that? No, Cheater. I I saw a, <laughs> I saw a picture. Yeah. Um we'll oh. put the picture down for the um yeah. candle timekeeping, which I think it was very brilliant in my opinion. How they have the it's marker. It's cool, yeah. It's cool. Uh but how <clears throat> did they, you know, like measure how long is an hour on a candle? Like they Yeah. They did the experiment until they so, got there. So of course the um, whenever you burn the candle down, there were diff different candles for different times because how you made the incense, for example, that has like aroma, has a smells. Mm -hmm. Certain of them last longer. Mm -hmm. 
than the other ones. So there can be one for like minutes and there can be one that can last hours. But usually they would put the candle on and then they would go back, work and come back. And that's how they count time. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming they really had to get creative with it because all candles cannot be the same to tell the time. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So I'm pretty sure they made candles from different material to last longer maybe. And some of them just burn quicker. But that was kind of the Asian way of this is how we're going to tell time. I think they were creative in their own way. Um, Nobody inspired them. (laughs) Let's move on to a really, really fun invention that the French people invented in 1338. They invented the hourglass sandwich, which I feel like everybody have. If you go anywhere to any market, I feel like a lot of household, like in the modern time right now with all the Apple watches and everything, we all have a sand watch, which I think it's very pretty to look at. But a lot of people don't know the real reason why we they came up with a sand watch. Why do we even have a timekeeping device that actually uses the sands um, to count time? Um, well, I was reading. It was really fun fact. A lot of Whenever they invented the sand watch, they invented it to use it on the sea because whenever you're on a ship, you really can't tell time because the, mm. you're, the ship is moving. You got the sun, you got um, nights and you're on so many like the journeys before used to be probably weeks, if not months. So they invented the hourglass in the 1300s to help them keep time while they're on the sea. And it's still pretty nowadays. A lot of people still use it. And um I think it's one of the really interesting devices yeah. after the sundial. <clears throat> so when the Industrial Revolution happened, mm-hmm. okay, Henlin invented the first wearable mechanical timepiece. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then in the 1600s, Pascal... Was it the Supreme mechanical watch that he invented, I think? Was it mechanical? I think it was mechanical. It, it's a mechanical, yeah, yeah. So it was the first mechanical. Yeah. He invented it, mm-hmm. okay? But a prototype was made by Pascal mm-hmm. and it was wearable. Mm-hmm. So he basically attached a string to it yeah, and he held it on his hand, mm-hmm. okay? <clears throat> but then now you'll understand why one of the brands that is currently uh, producing watches mm-hmm. is very expensive because um, Patek Philippe, mm-hmm. okay, Made, That's a cool name. Yeah, made uh, made the first watch in eighteen in the eighteen hundreds. Okay, like like official, like first wearable and brand, watch and wearable. Okay, and mechanical. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then <clears throat> in that period, it was made where in Switzerland. Ah, Swiss watch. That's why now, like when you hear. So his brand is Swiss brand, basically. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. <clears throat> and the reason why Switzerland have, like, the best reputation in, in making watches... Because they invented the first wearable watch. Yes. Wearable watch. And then before that, like, it's generational. Mm. Like, people learned how to make watches, uh. um, like, over, like, the years, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> and for that reason... Like the Swiss government right now. Yeah. If you get made in Switzerland, that mm-hmm. means that watch went through strict criteria of, you know. Precision. Manufacturing, like precision and quality. Yeah. And all of it. So the government is involved in the quality of a Swiss 
like Swiss watches. They, yeah, there is no watch that can be <laughs> that that can say made in Switzerland without it without being going a... through like testing that is um, made by the government. Wow! So they took that history to the next level, and they wanted to kind of stay true. Yeah, and and then because that's their you know their history, part of right. their history. Right. You know, they were the first. They know more about it. They more, wanted to stay more true than to the else. Yeah. You know, and. Um, they stayed up to date with innovation and like how how many pieces they they use in in each watch and how long it takes them. By the way, some of watches they take months and months to build. Really? Because of the amount of pieces and mechanical structure they have inside there. Maybe that's why they're some of them are really expensive right now, which <clears throat> they are very expensive. I just find it fascinating to like look back on the evolution of timekeeping i i just think it's yeah like it was like it was so creative from hand then it went to yeah to the babylonian one and then chinese the and then water the candles the, water, the candles and then the sand and then a prototype and then you got the cuckoo mm. clock <laughs> which cuckoo. is my favorite yeah, yeah i think I, I remember my cool. my uncle he had one yeah in his house yeah. and like every time i'm there like i i don't know i just <laughs> smile already yeah like when it's at like if it's for example it's like 1 30 mm -hmm. like the bird comes once and goes back uh, yeah when it's the the clock it, it like it, it sings as many as the time the is. time oh yeah if it's like seven so like the bird will sing seven times i never knew that yeah. I thought it's like three cuckoos no. <laughs> every time. No, it's I not had like no that. idea, but it yeah. was invented by <laughs> Mr. Franz Kettler in Germany in the 1600s, 1630. So that goes back to the Germans. The Europeans has a hand in, yeah. the, in the modern world of of, um, of watches. And I advise the audience if you guys want to visit a place, which I was looking through museums online just to see, like, where can you go to learn more about time and um, the pendulums and when they were created and the history of the kind of how how the mechanics work of a clock. There is a time museum in Ireland and it's actually open there and you can, I watched a lot of YouTube videos about it, but if you want to visit a place in um in person, it would be the Time Museum in Ireland. So, I don't know. I I think I would get a cuckoo clock. It, are they available? Yeah. And how expensive they are? I don't know how expensive they are, but because the I older think they, something. They are unique and authentic yeah. at this point. They're yeah, cool. So, <clears throat> before we end the episode, do you want to know, like the like the prices of the most expensive watches? Before we end the episode, yes, I do. Okay. So, like, is what is an expensive watch to you? Rolly, like, rolly, rolly. <laughs> what is an expensive watch to you? Like, how much is an expensive watch? How much is an expensive like, like, watch? Yeah. Well, like, I know there are Rolexes. They are, like, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars and, like, other brands, too. But, like, an expensive, like... Like, how expensive a watch can get? Yeah, like, what do you think? Uh, <clears throat> a million. A million dollars? Mm. Okay, so number 10, Hublet Big Bang. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is like number 10. The Big Bang as a Big Bang in London? No, 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 no. It's Hublet. Hublet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So is it German? 
Do you know? Do you know how much it is? It sits at the tenth place. Okay, we'll put the picture down. It doesn't uh-huh. look cool. What is it? Five million. And that's like the the least the expensive. The tenth. Five million dollar. Five million dollars. What does it do? And then there is um, Vishran Constain fifty seven two sixty. Vishran Constain. Are we saying these correctly? Yeah. Okay. I never heard these. No, Maybe no, no. that's. I'm sorry, Vishran. Constantine. Constantine, yeah. Yeah. Sounds fifty-seven to sixty. That's the model. It's eight million. Eight million dollar. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking about who made the first wearable watch, mm-hmm. which was Patek Philippe. Mm-hmm. Reference fifteen eleven. Mm-hmm. It's eleven point one mil. 11.1 mil million dollars. Probably he was the father of the wrist watch. <clears throat> Right? Yeah. And then there is the the Rolly. You call mm-hmm. it the Rolly. The right? Rolly, Rolly, Rolly. Paul Newman Daytona, it's eighteen million dollars, and Floyd Mayweather owns one of them. Wow. And then after that <laughs> Sorry, is this gonna add minutes to your clock? <laughs> like what is it? I, I don't know, but this is an investment to them, okay? Oh and then my after God. that did listen to this one. Jacob and Co. Mm. They have a call. Uh, they have a watch called Billionaire Watch. What is it? It's it's. Uh, I'm not defended by these prices. <laughs> it's eighteen million dollar too. How do they look cool? Jacob they, and Co. Can we put cool. a picture down? How cool yeah, it looks? Yeah, like, no, we see? will. Like there should be pictures. I would go research this. And then we go back to Patek Philippi. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the the model name is Super Complication. I don't need that in my life, but okay. Whoever buys this, you're, I don't know. $24 million. $24 million? Mm-hmm. And then you got um, Copart 201 Carat, 25 mil. Copart, this one? Yeah. Copart, no, Copart, Copart the car's auction. Yeah, I'm like, Copart? No, not that Copart, like, uh, not that you need one. a new tire. Not that one. And then there is... Uh, <laughs> this is not for me, friend. guys. There is the, the Brigette number 160. Mm-hmm. It's $30 million. Okay, this is... You don't have to go beyond that. Just, no, 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 no. What's I, number I one? I really need you to know the last one. The, the last two. Graf Diamond's Fascination, that's okay. the model name, $40 million. $40 million. $40 million. Uh-huh. And Graf Diamond Hallucination. Guess how much is that one? <laughs> I mean, the hallucination the part. The hallucination, yeah. $80 million? Like, uh, you better hallucinate it from... $80 million? No. Okay. $70 We're talking million? about watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you I know, right? Uh... Uh, 65 million. 55 million. 55 million. Uh, million yeah, of course you hallucinate because you're dumping this much <laughs> course, money on yeah. a watch. <laughs> Listen, this much money for you can a watch. get a cardboard, divide it to 12, make a homemade sundial. You can take it with you everywhere too, put it in the car. <laughs> can't tell time, just kidding. But yeah. like, that's, don't do that. Even if you have money, don't do that. Yeah? Yeah. You that's wouldn't so, do it? I'll never do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, actually, the watch I was wearing today wasn't even working. And as we started talking about watches, it started working. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I wear a Kate Spade watch, and um, that's about the maximum I will spend on a watch. It's just not in my interest. I know there's a collectors. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And I I think teeing up everything, we see it on a lot of... Um, churches and um because i think oh yeah the fun fact speaking about that mm -hmm. you know there is like an iraqi made watch iraqi made watch i mean they better because the babylonians they started all the time no, i'm talking like mechanical oh mechanical watch okay so um you know the the mosque masjid uh imam Abu hanifa yes The tower has it, a watch but, on top of but it, we'll right? But we'll put a picture down because a lot yeah. of people might not know it. It's located in Baghdad. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, it was Iraqi made. They had one before, mm -hmm. but it was not working. Uh, they were supposed to put it there. And then they were like, why don't we make one? By the way, instead? during the war, that tower was struck down. Yeah. Um, I still remember watching it with the hole and I, every time we pass it, I'm like, when is it going to be fixed? When is yeah. it going to be fixed? But then we left. I guess they fixed it because now I see pictures yeah, with it looking and fine. By the way, like from the 1930, mm -hmm. there is this family that is taking care of that watch specifically. Cause and like through like three generations have passed and the same family that is do beautiful. the maintenance all the time for that watch. Because they know how to work the mechanic. Because they created it. Like yeah. they're grand-grandfather so, did it. fun fact, okay, uh -huh. which I just learned today. Where do you wear your watch? Uh, my left side. So I, I used to wear it in the right the because right. I want to be different. Like this. Yeah, for no this. reason. Mm. I mean, even with your Apple Watch. So they say there is no right answers. And a lot of people are like, oh, you're wearing it on your left. It should be on your right. Or you have it on your right. It should be on your left. And you heard these all the time. Mm -hmm. Or like men wear it on the right or women wear it on the left and so on. Mm -hmm. But the answer is whatever dominant hand you have, you should be wearing it in the opposite hand, not the one that you use all the time. Uh -huh. So if you use a right. Oh, yeah. I'm a righty. Right I wear it in the left. left. And if I'm a lefty, I wear, you wear it, it in the right. Oh. So there is That's no, a cool one. Yeah. Hopefully that kind of answers some of the confusion out there. Yeah. But with that awesome. being said, we wanted to keep this short, simple, to the point. Mm -hmm. And um, I promised myself that in the beginning of the episode today i'm gonna beg people to subscribe and do all these things yeah, and guys, I come didn't. on subscribe uh, follow us on instagram and uh, <laughs> go TikTok. find us yeah go find us enjoy your time um and that's it give us a like give us a feedback comment um we don't we're not getting a lot of people that's commenting or interacting i know we're still small but every little bit helps a like would help us and uh subscribe would go a long way so yeah Thank you, everyone. See you next time. Cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs>